The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And in honor of the Masters, we're giving away a tailor-made driver. Just go to sg.pn masters or click the contest link in the SGPN app. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we are Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing pretty good. It's a beautiful day here in Philadelphia. Nice Wednesday afternoon. So uh, looking forward to talking about this Thursday slate. Yeah, it feels good to be uh, hungover again. You know, you got the old <laughs> red eyes going, blurriness, foggy feelings. But uh, yeah, hockey's uh, still going on. So back to work. Brian, are you telling us that it's uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, not always, no. <laughs> All right. I'm doing good, too, as well. It's a beautiful day in Toronto here. Uh, before we get going, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Uh, pretty crazy golf tournament coming up here this weekend. We got, I don't know, NASCAR is kicking off. We got fucking baseball high in the mix. NBA playoffs are right going. Uh, NHL is kind of winding down a bit. It's getting to the best time of the year. NHL playoffs. Uh, USFL is firing off for week two this weekend. Tons of great stuff. We got the NFL draft coming up next week, too. Uh, keep that in mind. I'm sure uh, we'll see lots of stuff popping up there. Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. It's the place to be. They'll have all your facts, all your bets. Check out some of the other shows, man. I got to tell you, like I've, I've been making some good money off that NASCAR podcast, so check those guys out. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group's always popping off. It's been a blast lately. Uh, tons of familiar faces, tons of new faces, tons of money to be made as well, guys. There's prop bets, there's player shots, there's just wins, dogs, you know, everybody's throwing out information that you normally don't think of yourself, so it's always good to get a new set of ears and eyes on things. Get your ass in the slack, it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, April's becoming a, a pretty good time to be a sportsman. With you got hockey, uh, got the home stretch here, got NBA playoffs starting, got baseball starting, got the USFL now, golf, everything else going on. So yeah, make sure you check out the website and the slack. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If it's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. And make sure you give us a follow on Twitter as well, at hockey sgpn. That, uh, that Twitter's picking up a little bit, man. We got 133 followers. You know, we've only had it for, what, about a month or so now. So if uh, if we can get to 200 by the end of playoffs, that would be pretty sick, man. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right, boys, we'll jump into last show's uh, Mortal Locks, Dogs, and Totals here. Uh, Ryan. 
<laughs> Kick us off, my man. How'd we do? Starting from the bottom here. Uh, my lock, I had the Blues uh, at home against Boston after beating them in Boston. Unfortunately, they lost in overtime. I think it was uh, Charlie McAvoy scored the winner there. Uh, my dog, I had the Flames team total over three and a half, plus 115 in Nashville. They lost 3-2 in a shootout. And then my total, I had Vancouver team total over four. Thought I might get that push there with them uh, tying it late against the Sens, but they lost in the shootout 4-3. So right back down with another 0-3 show for me. Myself, I had the Kings minus 160 against the Ducks. Uh, not the greatest pick. It was a pretty much a 50-50 game, but uh, good old Johnny Quick was the better goalie. He stood it on his head and got me this win. So I'd say that's a bad bet, even if it won. Uh, another bad bet would be the fucking Flyers team total over two and a half. They're just a bad team. They can't even score uh, three goals on the, the Leafs. I mean, Jack Campbell is a bit better now, so he's not just the sieve he was before. Uh, so, yeah, we only got two goals there. My total, this one was a good bet, I think. Uh, the Blue Jackets, Sharks, over six. Uh, there were three goals in the first period from the Sharks, and uh, the Jackets rallied in the third to get two, but uh, there were no more goals after that, so not even a push there. Uh, but uh, two bad bets and one good one, uh, but I'll take that. Boys. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Your boy went three for three on the locks, dogs, and totals here. Starting things off with the lock. I had Minnesota puck line versus Montreal, minus 105. That was pretty lucky, man. Uh, it was one nothing for the longest time. Montreal even tied it, but the goal got called back for goalie interference. Minnesota was able to get another one to uh, kick the third off, third period off. So that hit for me. 2 nothing win for the Wild. For my dog, Boston uh, Moneyline versus St. Louis. That was a tough game, dude. I think I called on the podcast and said that was going to be close. Uh, it was 3-2 in the Bruins with a win in overtime. Charlie McAvoy came through pretty quickly, and I think within the first minute. So we got lucky there. Uh, plus 115. And then the total... Uh, Florida, New York Islanders, uh, you know, good or bad taste. I said it either way. It's the battle of the Russian goalies. Uh, and sure enough, man, it was a under game. I had the under at 6.5. It was a 3-2 final in overtime there with Florida coming out with the win. So got a little bit lucky, although I think it's a little bit too late in the grand scheme of things here. Uh, with that being said, on the day I was up 4.05 points or units rather. Sorry, Ryan was. Oh, now when you're winning, it's units. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. Clear things up a little bit, all right? <laughs> um, Ryan was down minus four units, and Jolie was down minus 0. 0.75 units. So I don't know. I don't know how many more shows we got left before the season ends. Maybe maybe I can at least try and get back to even here. Uh, maybe Ryan can kind of try and cut some damage, too. And maybe Joel will slack off and end up going under. You know, anything can happen. All right, boys. Hey, so one, one second. Got a shout out to uh, Go Bearcats who sent me a fucking uh, avalanche puck with uh, Nathan McKinnon's signature on it for winning this thing. But uh, you never know, man. If I just uh, totally shit the bed and Talent keeps doing uh, what he's doing uh, last show, then things can turn around. Maybe I'll have to send him a puck. I was going to say, no, I want your puck. I want the avalanche puck if that happens. <laughs> That's okay? what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want it. I just want you to not have it, if that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Actually, it is pretty sick. Shout out Go Bearcats. That's fucking dope. I was looking at that. Um, all right, guys. Move down to where we normally do our NHL news discussion topics. Truth be told, not much has happened since uh, last time we talked on Monday here. So uh, we figured we'd do something a little bit different. We uh, we all have a couple futures bets kind of going on right now. We figured that we'd uh, we do a little talk about them, at least see where we stand. So I don't know. 
Ryan, kick us off here, but uh, how are your features looking? Yeah, well, first of all, I just want to say with that, you playing that DJ Khaled clip, I'm going to have a uh, DJ Talon Photoshop in the Slack group <laughs> by, by the time this uh, episode drops. But yeah, for myself, I, I called the uh, Roman Yossi was for the Norris about a month ago, plus 600. It's down to like plus 150, plus 200 now. I do. I have that on uh, an unnamed sports book that's not as good as WinBet, SG, sg.pn slash WinBet. Uh, Roman Yossi, 40 to win 290. I can cash out right now for 106 or, or let it ride. I've got a few other places, so I'm liking that. I'm riding Austin Matthews, plus 500. And I have a, uh, for teams, I have, have a counting on the Carolina Hurricanes to come through in the Metro for me. All right, I have way too many features to uh, list them off, but uh, for what I'm still sweating in the teams markets, I have the Hurricanes to win the Metro. That That's a really close one. They're battling the Rangers there, and uh, I've got a few points unders, so the Lightning under 108 and a half points. That's the, the worst one. The other ones are looking good. I mean, the biggest bet of the season for me was the Red Wings under 79 and a half points. That was looking bad for a minute. Uh, but it's looking a lot better now. Uh, and finally, the Sharks under 82 and a half. So that one should be good unless they they basically have to win out to beat that, I believe. And yeah, Austin Matthews is a big one, uh, plus 700. That That's looking great. The other uh, awards markets are okay, I guess. Uh, McCarr looked to have locked it up there for a bit, but uh, Yossi came back in. And kudos to us, especially Ryan, because we, we noticed that like uh, – couple weeks before everyone in the space was uh, calling out Yossi to win the award. So shout out us. We got it was it was like six to one, something like that. Right. So mm-hmm. we did pretty well in these uh, markets. Um, if Kemper played uh, like he's played the last couple of months, he might be winning the Vezina. He's uh, doing awesome, but he had a bad start of the year. So he's never going to win that. Uh, and finally, Trevor Zegers, he was in it. Um, all year long, basically, kind of tailed off after the de- trade deadline, and uh, Moritz Sider looks to have locked that up unless uh, old man Bunting comes along and uh, <laughs> steals it from him after all the shit I gave Talon about it. All right, well, that, uh, that brings me right into my picks here, boys. I got Michael Bunting to win the call there at plus 2,200 here. I'm really hoping that pays off because I could use the extra cash. And hey, man, he's got a chance. I think he's got the better numbers than Sider, but like, Age is going to factor in. Uh, Cyrus is a defenseman as well, right? So, like, that kind of helps take the cake a little bit. Uh, but, hey, it would be nice to see it happen. I do also have Jacob Markstrom at uh, plus 1,600 here um, to win the Vesna. Kind of hoping that pays off. I don't know. It looks like Shuster- Like I had, I was kind of hoping that, like, Shesterkin was going to trail off a little bit. I'm pretty sure the guy just got a shutout, like, last night. So, that almost kind of secures the bag here. But you never know, man. Markstrom's got nine shutouts on the season, and if he can uh, have a couple good games towards the end of it, you got to remember this is this is the this is the reporters voting on shit, so they don't give a fuck about all the all the Twitter hype and all that. So you you might see something special happen there. I do doubt it. Um, that's as far as I got for futures on my books. Now I do got my boy at work. Okay, I got my boy Dominic, aka the Dominator. We got a couple future bets going here. I got Austin Matthews hitting 60 goals. We made that bet about, I don't know, maybe about five weeks ago or so. I'm starting to get a little bit scared, boys. You know, he, he didn't score three games when he played. He's missed the last two games. He's about five games without a goal. At least got five games left on the season. I'm really hoping he gets in and gets me two more. I'm sure if he does play, that will hit. And the same guy, me and my boy, the Dominator, I got the Leafs winning the cup at 8-1 to one odds. 
Let's fucking go Toronto here. Uh, if they do, it's gonna pay off big for your boy. I don't know. I'll be uh, I'll be buying a new Xbox. Who knows what I'll be buying with that? Maybe a new guitar. But uh, that's some big money I got riding on that. So the Leafs get the job done for me. Your boy's gonna be jamming pretty hard here. All right. Well, uh, we'll jump so into. You, you, didn't, you didn't get. What about the Ontario uh, legalization? All that you didn't get cleaned out of all your your futures or. No, man, that that way, that way's really? been kind of. They're under the table, bro. Like they run this shit to like Sweden or Switzerland or some shit. I don't know. All my futures. Okay, good for them. Good for them. Right? They didn't go uh, fully legal and then screw you. Exactly. Like, I uh, still, most of other beer countrymen. I still got a live future for Meghan Merkel to have twins in 2021 to 2023. <laughs> going, so let's fucking go, baby. Shout out that way. Um, all right, we'll move down. One last little thing here, uh, boys. Let's touch on the uh, the Western playoff race here. It's starting to get a little out of hand. Obviously, the East has been almost locked up for a while. Now we're just waiting to see who's playing who. But uh, the West is getting a little bit crazy here. Uh, Ryan, any thoughts on the Western playoff standings or what? I mean, yeah, Western Conference is it's tight. I mean, the East has been decided for a while now, but the West is is coming right down to it. You got what four or five teams there that can are going for like two spots. You got Vegas. Probably done now after their after their loss. Vancouver's hanging on. It's looking like Dallas, Nashville, and the Kings are, are going to get that as long as they take care of business themselves. Yeah, they have an easy schedule coming up, and uh, I'm happy about that win last night for more than my lock. I've got the Kings to make the playoffs around plus 275, so they should be holding on to that, uh, especially if the Knights can't pull together. I mean, they've got to win this uh, this game against the Capitals here on Wednesday uh to have a chance and the canucks they lost a crucial point there so that's the really interesting battle going on i mean the stars and the preds i would think that they would be able to lock up the uh, wild card spot so really it's just about that third spot in the pacific given the fact that they're uh they're behind the the central teams i mean we called it from the beginning the pacific division is the weakest in the league it's looking kind of bad like a bad take to start with with the the docks the kings doing awesome the knights starting well the flames coming up um but now it's it's clearly it's clearly it's obvious that they're the the worst division in the league. Uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this is going forward, and I'll be uh, celebrating if the Knights can't make the playoffs after all the <laughs> shit they pulled. Buddy, I'm right there with you. There's only one thing I care about in this Western Conference race. I don't give a shit about any of these teams, but there's one thing I care about, and that's for that criminal, mean terribly run terribly owned organization the Vegas Golden Knights to miss the goddamn playoffs this team has been doing so much bullshit over the past couple years and you know what their fans they don't know adversity they don't know what it's like to be down they don't know what it's like to not win a round in 18 years they don't know what it's like to go on a 12-year playoff drought they don't know what it's like to have their second line centerman get suspended two seasons in a row in the playoffs in the first round Fuck the Vegas Golden Knights. This team needs to be humbled, and this fucking fan base needs to be humbled a little bit too here. I'm so hoping they don't make the playoffs. I called it early in the year. Too much shenanigans. The only guy that I will feel bad for is Jack Eichel, because that sucks, dude. You go from Buffalo, the whole thing is like, okay, I, you know, he's he's been getting some shit. It's been a tough go for a career for him so far. He goes to Vegas like, all right, just get me in the playoffs. Get me to the dance. Let's do some damage there. He might not get the chance, boys. So that's kind of tough to see. Now, for whatever reason, if Vegas does manage to sneak in, they're going to be a fucking wagon. Salary cap goes out the window. They can bring back everybody. Conveniently, they all get healthy at the same time when playoff happens. I wonder how that works. Uh, but I don't know, man. It'll uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, if Dallas can hold on to that last wild card spot here. 
You know what? Those those Vegas Golden Knights fans, they're not true fans until they have like a playoff drought. They're, right now, they're just like, okay, hockey's fun. It's great. Let's make the playoffs, see what happens. No. Become a fan where you're just tortured for 10, 15, 20, 45 years, like like Flyers fans. And and then you can then you can come talk. You know, I, I don't feel bad for the fans at all. There I was we talk- go. He's, Ryan's joining the hate nights wagon. I was talking I don't about hate the organization. I hate the fans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Get out of here. Should, should it be the opposite? <laughs> Actually, I was talking to my buddy that used to be a Ducks fan, and he switched to Vegas like when they went on that first playoff run and shit. And I, I don't know, man. The guy's just starting to piss me off a little bit. He's getting a little <laughs> too cocky for his own good, you know? And it's like, all right, you know what? He's like, oh, we know pain. You know, we had a crazy, couple crazy series and stuff in the playoffs <laughs> and lost out. I'm like, talk to me when your fucking favorite player was Bates Batagula growing up, all right? <laughs> talk to me when you go to a fucking Leafs game with your dad. And the only fucking player you love on the team is fucking Bates Patagula. And you go into the team store and you're like, and you're fucking 12 years old. And you're like, hey, dad, will you buy me a jersey? And he looks at you in the eyes and he says, son, son, I love you. But there's no way in fucking hell am I buying you a Bates Patagula jersey. All right. So you don't know pain. Fuck you, Knight. I'm with Ryan. Fuck the fans, too. All that whole organization. Get out the window. Fuck the fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, Muda. Make sure to get down on the wins bet $10, win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the win bet casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the wins own build your own bet feature. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Just in time for the NBA playoffs, SGPN is giving away $500 in their bracket challenge. Completely free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA playoffs or hit the contest link in the SGPN app for your chance to win $500. It's a hectic time of the year. Between weddings, graduations, spring sports, and more, we're busier than ever right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. You know, the playoff push is happening right now, and you know when there's close games, you just got to take a moment to chill, and Coors Light is the beer for that. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open to Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment, made to chill. When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Uh, yeah. All right, boys. Uh, we got an 11-game slate. Not a 9-game slate. We got an 11-game slate on Thursday, April 21st here. Uh, gentlemen, are we ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's fucking get her going here. First game on the docket. And we got a banger. This is unreal. We got the Boston Bruins against the Pittsburgh Penguins at the 7 p.m. slot. Game itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, Boston on the money line sitting at plus 100. Pittsburgh money line minus 120. The over-under sitting at 6. Overpaying off minus 105. The under minus 105 as well. Jolie, what do you got, bud? 
I'm going back to the Bruins here. Uh, they are the better team. I mean, uh, the Penguins have struggled against playoff teams. They have a losing record against teams currently in the playoff spot. So I think the Bruins can win this game, especially because, uh, yeah, the Penguins don't have Jari anymore for the foreseeable future. And, of course, Malkin's still uh, suspended. Of course, Bruins have their own concerns with Lindholm out, Pasternak out. But they got Grizzlick back, and... Um, yeah, I like the Bruins to win this game. They're just the better team, so I'll I'll take them as a dog here. They they can put a few goals on old Casey DeSmith. Uh, yeah, especially yeah, we got Swayman starting this game most likely too, and he's the better goalie. So yeah, give me the Bruins here. Yeah, I'm, I agree with Joel here. It's the, it's the Bruins that they impressed me against the Blues on on Tuesday night. They just beat Pittsburgh uh, on Saturday. Earlier meeting this season, they outshot them 45-25, but lost 4-2. I don't, I don't see that happening again against uh, DeSmith. My, my better play for this game, though, would be on the under six. I'm surprised it's not at five and a half. Boston's played three straight games, five goals or less. They've had six or fewer goals in six straight, two pushes there. Pittsburgh has also been playing low-scoring games in this game matchup on Saturday. I think there were like three expected goals and three actual goals. So over under six a lot at minus 105. I'd play under five and a half if you want to get plus money. And I also do like the Bruins at uh, even money plus 100. Yeah, I'm right there with both of you guys. I uh, I love Boston in this game. Um you know, they're they're a pretty strong team. They just came off a big win against St. Louis in overtime. That was pretty big. Uh, Pittsburgh without Tristan Jari. That hurts, man. Like, they, they kind of got to get something going just to prove that they can do it without the guy. But, like, it's going to be hard to do it against the big bad Bruins, man. Uh, Boston plus 100 is the play. And I'm kind of with Ryan here. The the, uh, the under six, pretty sneaky play, minus 105. Uh, I don't know about the 5.5, but, hey, if it's going to hit six, it's going to hit 5.52. So, fuck it. You might as well at that point, right? Um yeah, I like that, boys. Now, the only thing that scares me, what if the Pens play all-star superstar Louis Domingue? Uh, a 1-0-0 record, 0.98 goals against average and a 0.976 save percentage. The, boy, the guy's hot. The old fucking guy, Louis Domingue's hot. Who knows? Uh, no, I'm just shitting Yeah, The under has to be the play here, and uh, I'm all in on Boston, plus 100 here. I love that. Uh, heading down to the 7 piano slot again. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Sabres on the money line paying off plus 110. Devils on the money line minus 130. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Kind of liking what I see out of Buffalo lately, guys. Like Maybe it's because I really just don't like what I've seen out of New Jersey. But I don't know. The Bruins, you know, it's not anything crazy but a two-game uh, winning streak here they've been piling it together and you know what the biggest thing is and this is something that you haven't seen in buffalo in a long time the guys look like they're having fun out there so uh, it's kind of a lame way to make a bet but like when the guys are having fun especially when you got two nothing teams going at it maybe something special will happen here so give me the buffalo sabers on the money line plus 110 um yeah i, I got nothing else to kind of back that up so <laughs> the fingers crossed <laughs> Yeah, ho- hopefully Sharky's making a lot of room on the bandwagon here because you, you got to go with the Sabres here as underdogs. I don't understand this line at all. It should probably be about a pick them if not having Buffalo favored. They've won three or four. Um, two of those were against the Flyers, but one was against Toronto, and they did outplay the Flyers in those games. Uh, the one lost there, they lost 6-2 to, to St. Louis, but they did out outshot them 37-27. Devils did not deserve to beat the uh, Vegas Golden Knights in the last game. They got outshot. They haven't really been the same since Jack Hughes was out for the season earlier in April. So you got to go with Buffalo here. Uh, Plus 110 is underdogs. 
And for the total, I'd probably lean to the over just because this is a Sabres-Devils game. Talon said it. The Sabres have a good culture brewing. Uh, they got that young guy, Owen Power, coming in. He's playing well. He's stepped right into the league like, he, uh, like he's always been here. Uh, good players, good culture. I like the Sabres here as a dog for sure. The Devils coming back from a long road trip. Um, and, yeah, they're, their goaltending is just fucking brutal so they, they <laughs> uh, that's another reason why i like the over i think the over is even better play here than the sabers i mean both goalies have sub 900 save percentages uh, both goalies have over three goals against per game so i i like the over here especially because the fact that it's uh two non-playoff teams just going at it uh there there's no stakes here they're just having fun but you know what the uh Craig Anderson has actually a winning record in Buffalo. That is impressive, actually. So, Holy shit. Yeah. So the Sabres here, plus 110, love it. And over 6.5, minus 125. Also love that. Dude, quick side note. like Some goalies are just better playing on shit teams, right? And Craig Anderson made a career in Ottawa playing for an absolutely garbage team. Uh, and same thing with his time in Buffalo. He was with Colorado. Was that the year that they finished like last in the league and got McKinnon? Uh, yeah, yeah. This, uh, this fucking guy has just been on shit teams his entire <laughs> career, yo. Uh, I think if anything, uh, that should be a, that should be a boost. Can we have a hockey hall of fame of shit, and he can be the fucking first guy in it? Um. All right, we'll jump down to the 7 p.m. slide here, boys. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, this is gonna be an absolute shit kicking. Detroit money line sitting at plus 445. Florida money line minus 635. I think that's the biggest favorite we've had all year. Uh, Florida puck line sitting at minus 230. The over-under is at 7. Over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. All right. Florida Panthers are now still wagging at home. We know that. They're on an 11-game winning streak, too, and nobody's even talking about that. If they can ride that going into playoffs, imagine going into playoffs on a fucking 16-game winning streak. That'd be absolutely insane. Um, but that being said, obviously Florida is the play here. How you find them, the only plausible way is probably like team total. Even their puck line's at minus 230. But... Boys, I like the under in this game at seven, man. Florida's tightening up defensively. They're doing all the right things. You know, they showed it. They had a big under game last night, too. Uh, seven goals is a lot, man. Like, Detroit can score. We know that. They have offensive talent. They have a good lot of good young kids. We talked about it before. But seven's hefty, man. Like, I don't know. I'll take a gamble. I see, like, a 4-1 game here. You know, you'll know after the first period, all right? If there's, like, one or two goals only in the first period, Things are looking okay. But if it's like 4-1 after the first, obviously you're fucked. But I'm going to take the under and probably Florida team total. I think with this line, just out of principle, you have to like sprinkle a quarter unit, half a unit on on Detroit money line plus 445. Or, or if it gets higher, I mean, they beat they beat Tampa Bay on Tuesday. They won in Carolina as plus almost 300 underdogs. They've, they won in Winnipeg. They beat Boston in the past 10 games. So you might just sprinkle that a little bit, but looking Florida's way, they're back at home. They uh, won 6-1 in Detroit last or on Sunday. So I think if you're looking Florida's way, look to the team total over 4.5 at minus 135. That's not bad. Or you can go to 5.5 at plus 165. They've they put up six or more goals a lot this season. So that best bet probably over 4.5 minus 135. But I don't, I don't hate Detroit for a quarter unit at plus 445. Yeah, I said the same thing last episode when the Red Wings were playing the Panthers. It was plus 400 or better. It was just a crazy line. The Lightning were like almost minus 550, and it's just disrespectful. 
I mean, the Lightning have been playing worse than the Panthers lately, so that that makes more sense here. But minus six thirty-five is uh, way too much, I think. So uh, <laughs> the way I'm going to attack this, I'm going to go with the Red Wings team total over two and a half at plus one forty-five. We know the Panthers like to give up goals, even when they're winning these, even when they're winning these games, they're giving up three plus goals. So I think that's the the best method to attack this game. But if you want, yeah, sprinkle a money line at plus four forty-five. You can even get plus money. At plus two and a half on the puck. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that might that, be the play. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. But I like the uh, plus 145 choice for the Red Wings to get three goals. Uh, we know they got some young talent in there, and uh, I think they can get the job done, especially with the Panthers. Uh, I think they got the Leafs coming up, too. So they might be looking past this game a little bit. All right, we'll head on down to the 7 p.m. slot again here. <laughs> oh, we got a stinker. You can almost smell it before you even say it. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal at 7 p.m. I can smell the stink all the way down the 401 to Toronto. Uh, Philadelphia in the money line sitting at plus 115. Montreal money line minus 135. Uh, big home favorites for the Habs. Over six sitting at minus 110. Same as the under six, minus 110 as well. Ryan, predictions on <laughs> Philly here, bud. What do you got? Just a com- complete shit game here. Both teams have lost six in a <laughs> row. I'm hoping the Flyers can lose out. This this is just the ultimate tank battle here. The Flyers are six points up on Montreal with five games to go. I don't think Montreal can catch them, but this is an absolute must-lose game for the Flyers if they want to try to get the second or <laughs> second or third best best pick in the draft. And and they're not playing well. I mean, they had thir- they somehow had 39 shots against Toronto. I, I don't know how. None of them looked dangerous. They if the Flyers got out of their own zone, I, I view that as a successful shift uh, last night in Toronto. Montreal, we, we know that they can score. They put up four against Washington, and they've they've upset uh, Tampa Bay. They put up seven against the Devils. So I, I lean to Montreal here. Maybe look at the over six, just because two both bad bad teams. Uh, I'm not sure if Carey Price is going to start this one. Maybe Montreal is finally going to score for him. But yeah, look Montreal team total or just the over six. I have no idea what to do with this game, so I'm glad that uh, Ryan is able to fill us in there. I mean, looking at the injury list, looks like uh, the casualty casualty register on the plane, the Battle of the Plains of Abraham in Quebec. I mean, we got Paul Byron, Joel Armia, Jonathan Drouin, and Cam York. Uh, these guys are all out. Uh, uh, it's it's a it's a brutal affair here. This is just. Uh, Bottom of the barrel stuff. I don't know what to do here. Over six would be the only way I'd look just uh, uh, fading these goalies. I mean, I was I was just shitting on the Sabres-Devils goalies. Look at these numbers. I mean, Jones, 3.53 goals against average. Sam Altenbull, 3.78 goals against average. So, ah, oh, man, it's like over six here. It has to be the only thing. You can't trust either team. I mean, you would think just take the Flyers as the dog, take the plus money, but... I'm not trusting that either, especially after what I saw against the Leafs. Just totally listless. So yeah, just give me just give me goals in this game, if anything. I'm kind of the opposite of Joel here, man. Like I get it, the goalies have shit numbers, but these offenses are terrible. Philadelphia's 30th in the league, and Montreal's 31st in uh, goals per game. So I, I'll lean towards the under here, and I will keep an eye if there is a quick goal. They say that, you know there's a goal in the first like fucking three minutes or five minutes or whatever. You might see that line bump up to six and a half, maybe even seven. Uh, probably not seven, but probably six and a half if that does happen. Hammer the under here, man. These teams are shit. Nobody wants to win this game, so nobody's going to be trying to score. With that being said, 
I'm kind of giving the edge to Philadelphia here, man. I've heard a lot of chatter, all right? I've heard a lot of chatter saying the Flyers are trying to kind of lure in some guys when it comes to free agency next year. You know, players like the likes of Nazem Kadri. I've even heard some speculation that they're trying to get Johnny Gaudreau to kind of come over. Uh, he's a UFA after this year, too. I've heard that uh, Kevin Hayes is going to be trying to pump the tires and uh, bring that Boston kind of groove back together here. So to me, Phillies, obviously you want the draft pick, but this is a showcase game, man, to show uh, to show these free agents that this team does mean business for next year as well. So Flyers has Road Dogs plus 115. I will take that, and it will take the under six, minus 110. Yeah, I'm sure Johnny Goudreau is just watching this game with great attention. <laughs> oh, I, they have to beat the Canadians for me to consider signing there. Does, does, it get more, does it get more ham and cheese than Philadelphia versus Montreal? Come on. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, yeah. The play that I would make is uh, Flyers to score first. I mean, they get these hot hot starts, but they don't know how to keep a lead. So either that or uh, just bet the Canadians when the Flyers inevitably uh, take the lead. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. 
All right. We'll head down to uh, 7 p.m. again here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line sitting at plus 205. Carolina money line minus 255. Burp. Uh, Carolina puck line sitting at plus 100. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. I don't know. Like, this whole year has just been a wash for Winnipeg, right? Like, are they really as bad as they played? No is it still anything special? Not really. Currently on a three-game losing streak going into this game. You almost got to go Carolina. The problem is where do you find the money? Uh, puck line seems a bit steep. Maggie, maybe Carolina regulation. That's probably not paying off that well either. Uh, team total is probably the way to go in this one. Yeah, for me, I I, I think here I'm going to be looking at the, the Carolina team total. Winnipeg's just been been fading hard recently. They were shut out by the Rangers 3-0, lost 7-4 to Tampa. Lost 6-1 in Florida. Now, now they're going to Carolina after being up in New York. Carolina did have ha, had a tough loss against uh, Colorado and got, got shut out by Detroit. But in their last, what, six, last seven wins have all been by two or more goals. So I, I like the puck line at plus money there for Carolina. And maybe look to look to the under just because Winnipeg hasn't been scoring too much. But my, my best play here would have to be the puck line at plus 100. I'm going the same way there. I mean, the the Hurricanes are playing for something. They got to win that division. Um, The Jets, they uh, they they're without Shifley again. He's still out. Uh, Hellebuck is questionable. Um, So I I like the Hurricanes here. The Jets are just deflated. Uh, They lost all their incentive to keep playing these games. So the Hurricanes, obviously a much better team, great home record, and uh, the Jets are, are are going home. They're going golfing. (laughs) Go, fuck, I wish I could go golfing. Um, all right. Heading down to 7.30 p.m. slide here. We got the New York Rangers against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York. Uh, which New York is it? It's on the island. Uh, Rangers money line sitting at minus 125. Islanders money line sitting at plus 105. Uh, the over-under itself is a 5.5. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Ryan, what do you got here, bud? Yeah, we, we talked about these Rangers last show. They've been like a different team since the all, since the uh, trade deadline when they added those few depth pieces, kind of fitting in really nicely. And I'm going with them again tonight. Only minus 125 seems kind of low. They're outscoring teams 24 to 6 in their past seven games, so allowing less than one goal for, per game. Three straight shutouts. I mean, Shesterkin's playing amazing. Gorgiev has been playing well, too. So you got to look to the Rangers here. Um, Islanders. Just lost to Florida, Toronto, Pittsburgh. They're, they were playing better, but they've been up and down more recently. And I, I love the under here. So I'm looking to the Rangers and the under in a parlay. You could probably get that around plus 200, plus 210. The Rangers have been playing a lot of low-scoring games. Limited in that position. And I think they're going to do that again on Thursday night. Definitely like the under here. These are obviously teams that don't like each other. One of the better rivalries in the league. And uh, two of the better goalies in the league. You know what? Uh, Sorokin actually has more shutouts than Sisterkin, which uh, will surprise a lot of people. But he has been the better Russian goalie the past couple of months. So, and he's also playing behind a, a better defensive team here. So I like the under here the best. Though if I were to pick a side, I think I'll take the Islanders here uh, at plus money, playing at home. I mean, they got a they got a good culture and all that. Uh, and the Rangers, they're you know they kind of want to win the Metro and uh, get the playoffs hot and they are playing hot they're they're playing um very good hockey right now but uh i'm going with the islanders here to uh stick it to them and uh, at least have one 
point of pride. They won't finish above them in the standings, but uh, they can. I think they can win the series here if they win this game overall. So uh, yeah, give me the Owls here with the plus one ten. Is it whatever it is? What is it with New York and like Russian goalies, man? Like, or the Islanders got Varlamov and Sorokin. Uh, Rangers got Gorgiev and Shosturkin. They just love it, eh? Um, Gorgiev's Bulgarian, I think. Okay, well, I thought he was Russian. I don't know. Yeah, My I thought bad. he was too. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, well, he's a Bulgarian-born Russian, so we're both right. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, bro. <laughs> um, all right. In this game, I love the Rangers here on the money line. This is free money. I get it. It's a battle. It's a rivalry. You know, it's always said, ooh, Islanders always step up to play against the Rangers. Yada, yada, yada. We talked about That's been the narrative every time we played this. Fuck that. It's the end of the season. Rangers are heading into the playoffs. The Islanders are not. Rangers are in win mode. They're going to beat the fucking wheels off the Islanders here. Uh, so New York minus 125 is... I don't want to say guaranteed money, but I, it's pretty fucking close. I love that play. Also, I'm going against you guys. I like the over here at 5.5. I get it. The goalies are good. The goalies are great. They've been playing Unreal. Uh, Russia, Comrade, Da. But still, 5.5 is not a lot of goals. And there is some firepower on this team. Uh, the Islanders proved that they can score. And they can keep up with strong teams as well. Obviously, defensive is the name of the game with the Barry Trotz coach team. But 5.5, man, I'll take my chances on this year. So I like the over plus 100 at 5.5, as well as New York Rangers money line minus 125. The reason why I've been making that argument all season long is because the Rangers are 1-6 in the last seven meetings. So they don't even win the, need to win this game to win the series. The Islanders just, uh, they have their number lately, even though uh, they're the weaker team overall. So uh, just be, bear that in mind. The Islanders can, uh, can still strike. Fuck the Islanders. Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll head down to 8 p.m. here. Boys, this game, this game could be the bane of my existence because we might be seeing this game a hell of a lot more in the next two weeks or so. And I don't even know if I'm ready to talk about it yet. Now I'm ready to talk about it. At the 8 p.m. docket, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa. This is a potential first-round playoff game here. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs on the money line, paying off minus 105. Tampa Bay money line, minus 115 at home. The over-under is sitting at 6.5. Over paying off minus 140. The under, plus 120. We all saw what happened last time these two teams played, man. It was an incredible win for the Leafs. Uh, Also... Austin Matthews hat trick in that game. That was pretty fucking sick. I was fired off. It was a 6-2 win. Uh, um, that was like, what, a week ago, two weeks ago? Now, the real question is, is Austin Matthews going to play? He sat out the past two games. Uh, they said it's an undisclosed injury, but I've heard Sheldon Keefe talking on some local Toronto radio shows. It doesn't seem like it's anything too crazy here. I think we're going to see him in this game. He is traveling with the Leafs on the road here. And I fucking love Toronto in this game, boys. This is it. This is playoffs. This is a different fucking year. I love the Leafs. Leafs, Leafs, Leafs in this game. Give me Toronto on the money line. Give me Toronto in regulation. And fucking give me Toronto on the puck line. Also, the over 6.5 is a beautiful play here. I know it's only paying minus 140, but I think we're going to see some goals in this. Even though Jack Campbell's been kind of coming around a little bit, there's a lot to take in here. But with the way that fucking Austin Matthews has been playing, if he is, Mitch Marner's been absolutely incredible. William Nylander is at a career high in goals this year. I think he just hit 33 last night. This team is buzzing, boys. I fucking love the Leafs. We got the gray bushes firing. We got the goaltending coming around. And we got the superstars being superstars. Let's fucking go, Toronto. 
I'm not quite as enthusiastic about the Leafs as Talon is, but yet, yet again, how could anybody be? But I, I do like the Leafs in this game, uh, especially if Austin Matthews does play. Uh, on the Flyers broadcast, yeah, they said it was something where if it was a playoff game, he'd be playing. So maybe after signaling against the Flyers and Islanders, maybe he'll get back in there for Tampa Bay in, in a potential playoff preview. And yeah, so them as underdogs or slight minus 105 there, kind of have to go with them, especially after they uh, had the 6-2 win down in Tampa Bay a few weeks ago. They've won four straight now, six of their past seven. Tampa Bay's kind of been struggling recently, had the loss to Detroit. Uh, Vasilevsky got pulled one of his few starts ago, so he's been playing kind of weaker. So you got to go with, with Toronto here as as just underdogs, or if you can get a plus money, that's even better. I didn't listen to anything that uh, Tom was saying there at that <laughs> rant because – I was looking back at the Colorado Avalanche 2010-11 terrible season uh, that gave us Nathan McKinnon. And you know what? Craig Anderson only played 33 games that year. It was actually Peter Budai with uh, 45 games. Oh, no. Yeah, and Brian Elliott with 12. So uh, it was a a bit of a a mixed bag there in terms of shitty goaltending. I blame Patrick Uh, Waugh. Yeah, I mean, David Jones was our top goal scorer to share with Matthew Shane. David Jones, man. Anyway, for this game... I'm all over the Leafs here. Uh, I would love it if we knew that Matthews was playing, uh, but I'm sure the books would as well because they'd adjust the lines. Uh, they should not be uh, a dog here based on how they're playing and how the Lightning are playing. I mean, the Lightning have been have been really fucking bad the last month for me. They're, they should be... Uh, I don't know if they're like playing possum or something or they're, they're trying to trick teams, but they're just... They're losing to uh, bad teams. They're losing to good teams. Uh, the goaltending has been awful. So, yeah, I like the Leafs here. They got something to prove. Uh, I think they got more incentive to win this game because uh, they need that momentum to go into the playoffs. So I just wish I knew the status of Austin Matthews. Although that's said, uh, they've been very good, actually, without him this year. Uh, they've won most of the games uh, in his absence. So, yeah, I'm just going to take the Leafs here at uh, minus 105. That's just fine with me. Um uh, maybe the over, if anything, I have to pick a total. But uh, yeah, bigger play here, Leafs money line. All right, boys, we'll head down to 8 p.m. slot again here. Uh, we got the Vancouver Canucks against the Minnesota Wild. Big game for the Canucks. Like They almost have to win out in order to give themselves any chance, and even then they need a lot of luck to do it. But the game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, Vancouver money line sitting at plus 150. Minnesota money line minus 180. Uh, Wild on the puck line sitting at plus 140. The over-unders at 6. Overpaying off minus 120, the, or sorry, yeah, the under plus 100 here. Jolie, what do you think, bro? Could your Canucks got a chance here, or uh, what's going on? Well, they definitely have a chance. I mean, uh, Bo Horvat being out is a huge loss, but we just got Brock Besser back, and uh, he is, uh, um, yeah, he stepped right in and scored a goal. So uh, clearly he hasn't missed the the ice. So I I like the Canucks here. I mean, the Wild, they, uh, they're, they're, they make these close games themselves. They don't really blow teams out. They uh, end up in overtime. Even the Canadians game, they only won that 2 nothing. I mean, they should be absolutely dominating them. But uh, I think the Canucks here, with uh, some incentive and winning uh, uh, all those games before they lost to the Sens, is that uh, they're coming in here hot. So I like the Canucks here at plus 150. Uh, also, the over 6 is a good look, given the fact that... Uh, it, the Canucks can, can score, and of course the Wild um, can score as well. And they got better goaltending, but I like the Canucks here with uh, uh, Demico and Net. Apparently Halak is out again, 
So, uh, yeah, I'm just rambling here. But uh, give me the Canucks plus 150 and the over <laughs> six as well. I think that this could be a high-scoring game. Put on your Sunday best, boys. We have a tie game oh, here. Oh. Don't, don't talk <laughs> about it. Minnesota has been playing a lot of close games recently. Three of their past four went to overtime. They they barely beat Montreal 2-0. He mentioned it before. It, they could have tied the game, but it was called back. Uh, both of these teams need points. Vancouver went to overtime against Ottawa. Also went to overtime against Vegas four games ago on the season. Um, Minnesota's played in 21 overtime games. Vancouver is 18. They're both uh, top 10 or so in the league in that category. So I think at plus 330, something like that, you can take the draw. But if to pick a side, I would go with go with the dogs here, Vancouver. I think that's too big of a line for a game like this. And I would also lean to the overs because Vancouver's been playing a lot of high-scoring games recently. Put on your ties. We got a draw game here, boys. That has to be one of the best ways to say a pick that we have had on any episode that we've done this show. Ryan, congratulations, man. That fired me up so much. Holy shit. But I am right there with you, dude. Now, I'm going to play it a little bit differently than you here because the the tie is a little bit of a gamble. That's a little bit too heavy to me. I'll sprinkle it. I'll sprinkle it. That's what we're doing here. We're gambling. We're gambling. That funny (laughs) thing about the Hockey Gambling Podcast, we do gamble. Um... I kind of like the winning margin by one here. This is going to be a tight game, boys. Last time these teams did play, it was a 3-2 Minnesota win. Uh, that was March 24th, a couple weeks ago. We're going to be tight. This is a Vancouver do-or-die, man. And Minnesota's unreal at home, but like Joel touched on too, they keep things close when it comes to big games themselves. So the winning margin by one, for sure. The tie sprinkle a little bit. But I kind of like Vancouver in this game, boys. Like This is big for the Canucks. And with Thatcher Demko playing the way he has, and keep in mind, the head coach of the Canucks, Bruce Brujo, where did he used to coach? Minnesota. So he's going to be more fired up for this game than a lot of people will think, too. And I think that's going to translate through the blocker room. It starts from the top. The boys are going to want to get the win for him as well. Um, as well, one last play, under six, plus 100. I'm sorry, Joel. I know that this could be a lot of goals here, but I do like the under, man. We got two top-notch goalies going at it. Thatcher Demko's been absolutely incredible. Cam Talbot's been a fucking stud for the last half of this year. It's been absolutely insane. So the under six, sprinkle the draw, take the winning margin by one, and give me Vancouver on the money line plus 150. A lot of money in this game, boys. That's a lot of gambling. That is. For a gambling podcast, (laughs) that's almost too much gambling. Um... Fuck, I thought that was funny. Fuck you guys. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the apps, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. 
The NBA playoffs are set, and PropSwap is where bettors find the best odds and turn the hard wood into hard cash. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams and then sell your bets whenever you want. Many prop swappers make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling championship futures all playoffs long. This allows you to win over and over without your team ever lifting the trophy. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. Moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Dallas on the money line is at plus 165. Calgary money line is sitting at minus 195. Calgary puck line plus 130. The over-under is at 5.5. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, I don't know what to say about this, boys. Like, Calgary probably doesn't have too much to play for in this game. With that being said, I do still like the Flames. Um, I like the Flames so much to say as I like them in regulation. The puck line's a little bit steep. Um, at plus 130, I'm sure you can get the regulation maybe sitting at minus 130, minus 140. Um, so I will be betting that. Also, I do like the over in this game at 5.5, paying off minus 120. I see some goals coming on here, man. This is kind of similar. Dallas needs a, needs a big win here, but Calgary is just too good of a team. So 5.5 seems a bit low. Also, give me the flames in regulation. Yeah, it's going to be the uh, second half of a back-to-back for Dallas after being in Edmonton on Wednesday night, going to going to Alberta again. Calgary Thursday night, so they're, they're not great on the road either. They're 19-8-2, and two, so there are more losses than wins on the road. And Calgary's just been great at home, 23-9-7. Uh, They've been hot recently, even though they had the shootout loss in Nashville. I think they'll, they'll bounce back pretty good. I, I would... Trust them maybe on the puck line, but I'm going to look for the Calgary uh, team total over three and a half, over four in there. They've been scoring. They had five against Chicago, nine against Arizona, five against Seattle. I can see Dallas. Jake Ottinger hasn't been playing great recently. So I do lean to the over, but I think the Flames team total or puck line would be my best play. Good pronunciation. It is Ottinger. Uh, you guys struggled with that <laughs> last time. Ottinger? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for myself, uh, this is a tough one to call. I think I'm going to go with the, the Stars at a big number. I'm going to wait, though, but if I do bet this game at all because uh, the Flames will get the the money that will drive their line up. So uh, the, the Stars are a weird team, man. And we'll see what happens tonight uh, with them against the Oilers. Um, not a long trip there down to Calgary, so it shouldn't be too uh, banged up. Um, uh, yeah, the Stars are just like they – they could play like the best team in the league some nights and just like the worst other nights. I mean, maybe not the worst, maybe not the Flyers, but they're, they're good enough <laughs> to beat any team on their day. So I think it's worth a sprinkle on the stars here if uh, if, if this line gets high enough. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this this might even be a game that Markstrom sits, uh, gets ready for the playoffs and all that. So, yeah, just give me the stars here as a very slight lean. 
All right, we'll head on down to the 10.30 p.m. slot here. We got a St. Louis Blues against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, St. Louis money line set at minus 200. Sharks money line at plus 165. Blues on the puck line, plus 130. The over-under is at six. Overpaid off minus 120. The under plus 100. Boys, I don't even know what to think about this game. Like, I was so sure that the nerds were going to get bullied and that uh, the Sharks were going to get their asses kicked against Columbus. Didn't happen. Um, fuck, man. Like, you ought to go with St. Louis, I guess. But the puck line seems a little bit steep, dude. Now, I guess it could hit plus from 30 is not a bad bet. I think I might go back to the regulation well here, man. Like, St. Louis in regulation, they should be able to get this done. Problem is, is it going to pay off enough for you to actually bet it? I think it will. Maybe at like what minus one sixty, minus one fifty. It won't be a big gain, but it'll be a gain. Um, it'll um, be a game. <laughs> it'll be a game. Uh, over under. I don't know. Like uh, to me, I wouldn't even touch you over under in this game. Like six is a bit. It's a bit too precise. I guess the push is in play, but I'm staying away. Just give me St. Louis in regulation. <laughs> Yeah, St. Louis has a lot to play for here. They, they want to get that home ice advantage in the first round. Looks like they're going to probably most likely match up. Yeah, they're going to match up with Minnesota. So they, they want that home ice advantage for the last change and that extra game. Only minus 200 in, in San Jose, who barely beat Columbus last night. They, they were up 3 nothing, and Columbus scored, I think, two in the third period to come back. San Jose has been playing close games, though, so I don't know if I trust the puck line. Three of their past five games went to overtime, so maybe also sprinkle the draw after St. Louis went to overtime against Boston and Minnesota in, in their past three games. But but yeah, you, you have to look St. Louis's way. Maybe pay the juice on minus 200 just because just there have been close games recently or try to parlay St. Louis with either the over or under, whichever way you lean. Probably the over because St. Louis has six or more goals in three of their past four games. I'm kind of going the other way here. Uh, I'm going with the Sharks, but I need uh, Eric Carlson to start this one. So uh, bear that in mind. Uh, they play a lot better with him in the lineup. They have very little going forward without him. Uh, Brent Burns is slow now, so they're not getting any forward movement from the back end. Uh, Carlson, he, he can distribute, do all the good stuff that gets them going. Uh, without him, the, the, the differences are manifest. So I like the... The Sharks here, especially if he's in the lineup. Um, but I more importantly, I think I like the over here. I'm not sure if the Huso's going to be playing this game. Bennington's actually been playing better lately. So there's a bit of a goalie battle going on in St. Louis, uh, interestingly. Uh, we'll see if old Chief Berube goes with the guy who won in the Cup or with the guy who's had a better season this year. So interesting there. Over six, I think, is the play in this one. Again, especially if Carlson starts, because as good he is, as he is going forward, he's uh, just as bad defensively. So over six here and a uh, small lead of the Sharks, especially if uh, Carlson's playing. Now, if we do have Binnington against Reimer, boys, you got your top or your top, your typical nerd versus bully scenario here, okay? If you got Jordan Binnington out there being a bully, throwing fake punches against that nerd-ass James Reimer, then I'm all in on the Blues. I'll take Blues puck line if that's the case. If that's the matchup, Bully versus nerd. Bullies win every time. They should win every time. Nerds deserve to lose every time, and they do lose every time. All right, this ain't a movie. None of that bullshit Hallmark asshole crap. Get out of here. Love everything I said before, but if that's the matchup, give me the fucking blues on the puck line. All right. Stuff him in a locker. You know what? Stuff him in a locker. Yeah. Remember yeah. that Bennington one? That was against the Sharks when he's like doing the fake punch things yeah. to uh, Devin mm-hmm. Dubnik. So exactly. a little, little revenge a game here. Yeah, Dubnik's a big old nerd as well. You know, he's oh, a yeah. nerd. They're, they're the worst oh, kind of nerds. Wild. Oh, oh, oh. 
I do love the the Blues team total over three and a half at minus 115. They scored four or more in 11 straight games before only scoring two against Boston. So I think against San Jose, they'll get back to four or more. (laughs) I got to say, Joel, I'm so happy we're on the same page on that one. You're my man. Um, all right, heading down to the 10.30 p.m. slot here and finishing things off on the Thursday docket. We got a Chicago Blackhawks against the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is in L.A. Uh, Chicago money line sitting at plus 190. L.A. Kings money line minus 225. L.A. Kings on the puck line plus 115. Uh, or sorry, yeah, my bad. Over-unders at 6.5. Both over-under paying off minus 110 here. Uh, boys, L.A. L.A., 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 uh, that's like a little Spanish dance here. Ale, 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 ale. Whatever. Um, either way, give me the fucking Kings. Give me the Kings on the puck line even in this game. Or the cuck line, as uh, as our boy Sharky always says here. I like it, man. I think these guys are going to do some damage here. The, the Blackhawks are a fucking tire fire. They got nothing left to play for. And L.A., you know, I don't know how this game will affect playoff standings. Uh, will it at all? Let me take a quick little look here. Um, will the Kings win affect playoff standings? <laughs> it, it will not. Well, maybe they can beat Edmonton and get home ice, right? So they, they, I guess they're they're playing for wins, right? So that does yeah, make every sense. Game is they they want to make the playoffs first. Well, they're going to, I mean, you know how I feel about Vegas. But okay, give me the Kings. Anyways, regardless on the puck line in this game, I can see them doing some damage against a shit Chicago team. Uh, over under 6.5. Ah, under. Chicago can't score with shit. So there it is. Yeah, Chicago's uh, in Arizona tonight, Wednesday night. They're going to be feeling good for that one, probably. Winning that one, even even so, they're not good on, on no day's rest. They're 3-6-3. Three, three. King, Kings need the wins for home ice or just to make the playoffs. So, got to go with the Kings. But they're, they're playing a lot of close games recently. 2-1 wins against Anaheim and Columbus in the last two games. But I, I'll still look at them on the uh, puck line or, or maybe just look regulation for a safer play. Yeah, the, the the Kings are playing on fumes here. Uh, they played above their weight. They punched above their weight. Uh, but now that lack of talent and skill is is coming to roost. Uh, they're not playing great hockey right now. They're winning these games by the slightest margins. So I don't think that this is a good line here. Minus two twenty five. I don't want to back the Kings at that number. Uh, so for me, it's the dog or nothing here. Uh, maybe the under six and a half is a good look. I know the Blackhawks have been scoring a lot of goals lately and letting in a bunch, but the Kings, they're going to be uh, tightening this game up. And uh, I mean, Johnny Quick has been awesome lately. I said at the beginning of the show that he got the win against the Ducks basically by himself. Um, so yeah, under six and a half here would be my better luck, but uh, maybe Blackhawks will sprinkle there as well. I mean, wait for that too, because uh, they're playing a back-to-back and usually they, uh, uh, they, they get the better number later in the day. All right, we'll head on down to uh, the Friday games here. That wraps up everything we got on the Thursday. That should be a good slate, though, guys. I'm excited for that tomorrow. Um, anyways, Friday games. We got four on the docket at the time of recording. We do not have lines. Uh, with that being said, we'll jump into the games, see if there's anything we do like. Kick- kicking things off at the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Ottawa Senators against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Another <laughs> absolute shit game. Uh, boys, I'm I'm liking the Sunnies in this game, man. I'll get a little bit pesky. You know, we got two shit teams going at it. Might as well have some fun with it. Uh, yeah, give me the Sennies beating Columbus on the road here. Uh, not really much to help back this up. We got two, like I said, absolutely horrible teams. Last time these teams did meet, Columbus beat up the Sens 4-1, so that's not too promising either. Um, but yeah, fuck it. Give me the Sens. Yeah, gotta go, gotta go with the pesky Sens here. They've they've won uh, three of the past five, one in Vancouver, Columbus 
could not get it done in San Jose. They've lost three straight on the road trip, come back home. So, yeah, got to go with Ottawa as the pesky underdogs here. Yeah, uh, I'm going back to the over. I know the Blue Jackets have played a few under games recently, but they're still a team that just has these loosey-goosey games, bad goaltending. So, uh, yeah, it is a tough one to call. I don't even know what the line is uh, going to be here. Probably the Senators as slight dogs would be my guess. Maybe just take the dog on principle, you know, two bad teams, 50-50 chance, take the plus money, whatever. But uh, fucking hell, I've got nothing for this game. <laughs> okay. Heading down to, I had something I'll tell you guys after the show because I don't want to say it on air. Um, heading down to 8 p.m. here. We got the Seattle Kraken versus the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like Seattle's going to be a little bit sleepy, a little bit tired, especially after they're going to beat the fucking wheels off Colorado tonight. So I feel whoa, Minnesota's whoa, just going to crush them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Minnesota puck line or team total. Anyway, you can find money in this game for uh, for the Wild. Yeah, it'll be a back to back for for Minnesota, and we actually do have lines on tally site has lines out early. Um, Columbus is minus one thirty, Ottawa plus one hundred five in the first game. In this game, nailed they it. They have Minnesota <laughs> minus two fifty five, Seattle plus two hundred. Uh, Minnesota puck line minus one hundred five. So, yeah, that's probably the play here. Uh, Minnesota puck line. Even even on a back to back, I mean they have they have Talbot and Flurry now, so they have they have two two good goalies in Seattle. Seattle's not a good team, so yeah, Minnesota puck line. Yeah, another one I'm not questioning here. Uh, the Kraken playing tonight, of course. We'll see how they do. The goaltending has been better lately, so I think I will look at an under in this one. But that'll depend on who the Wild start uh, against the Canucks. We'll see if it's um, Flurry or. Uh, whatever the other Finnish guy's name is. Um, uh, so yeah, maybe the maybe the under in this one, just because uh, the Kraken do play good hockey, good defensive hockey. It's just their goaltending's been letting them down. So hopefully the market does not correct for that, and we got a good line on an under in this one. All right, heading out of the 9 p.m. slot. Uh, we got the Colorado Avalanche against the Edmonton Oilers. This game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, shout out to Ryan and Tally site because we do have odds now. Um, <laughs> Colorado on the money line is at minus 130. Edmonton money line plus 110. Uh, shit, like uh, over-unders at 6.5, both over-under paying off minus 110 here. I don't know, boys. Like, Realistically, my heart's telling me to take Colorado, and my brain's telling me to take Colorado, so I guess you have to take Colorado in this game. Don't love the Oilers. I'm going to chop it up to goaltending alone. Like I'm not sold on Mike Smith or uh, Miko Costum wins. doesn't matter who's playing, so i got to take Colorado in this game, money line minus 130. Yeah, there's two teams played uh, March and April so far for the only two meetings. Ed- Edmonton lost both in uh, overtime in a shootout, so maybe look to a draw game or an under. It was 3-2 and 2-1. But yeah, i got to take Colorado anytime. They're only minus 130, even though Edmonton has been playing better recently. Avalanche are in trouble if uh, Devontae can't come back playing healthy. He is so important to this team. Uh, and Azim Kadri, too. Uh, he might be back uh, for this one. Uh, we'll see if he plays tonight against the Kraken. But uh, important to have your number two center in there. So those are the injury worries. But as a matchup, I would love the Avalanche here. Uh, Oilers match up well against them. The, uh, the Avs can outpace them and beat them at their own game. The Oilers aren't looking to uh, tighten things up and play that defensive structure that frustrates the Avs, like the Knights did last year with the heavy four-track. 
Uh, so yeah, given the ads here at only minus one thirty, but I would like it a lot better if I knew that uh, Kadri was in. I think Taves is set to miss another week, so hopefully he rests up and get better for the playoffs because we're not missing, we're not winning the cup without him. All right, we'll head on down to the ten thirty p.m. slot. Last game on the docket on the Friday night slate. Uh, a side note here. The NHL finally got it right. It took them to the last, you know, two weeks of the season. But we got four games on a Friday night, and they're all starting at different times. So kudos to them for figuring that out. Uh, finally, last game on the talking at 10.30 p.m. We got the Washington Capitals against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona. Uh, fuck, man. Like, where do you find the money here? Uh, Washington team total. Maybe Washington puck line. Uh, Washington on the money line is paying off minus 380. Coyotes on the puck or money lines paying off plus 290. Washington on the puck line minus 145. Over unders at six. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. You almost got to just go like caps. I know we say it all the time, but like caps team total, maybe caps puck line minus 145. Fuck, man. I don't know. Maybe fuck it. Throw like an Ovechkin anytime goal scorer in there. Maybe you can get like minus 130, minus 140 for that. But uh, anyway, you can try to find money for Washington here. That kind of has to be the play. Yeah, got to go with Washington puck line here, only minus 145, or probably be a little bit higher when the more books open the lines. Uh, Arizona is 2-13-1 in their last 16 games. All 13 regulation losses have been by at least two goals. So got to go with Washington, either team total or the puck line. This is absolutely one you have to hit as soon as possible. As soon as you see this line open, you just hit it because uh, nobody but the 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 strangest person who comes up with weird metaphors about fish eating dogs from the coyotes, <laughs> pure savages, but uh, everyone smart and uh, sharp will be betting the capitals. So yeah, just bet the capitals early and often because they're going to win this game. The coyotes are the worst team since uh, maybe the Sabres when they got Eichel. I don't know. They might even be worse than them. They're just dreadful. They're worse than, uh, yeah, just very bad teams. So yeah, capitals are nothing here. I, I think that this line is disrespectful, or maybe it's too respectful to the Coyotes. I don't know. I mean, this this line is uh, whack, especially if we remember that the Panthers are minus six hundred whatever against the Red Wings. So that that that's strange to me. But yeah, give me the Capitals here. Uh, they're gonna pummel the Coyotes. You ever seen a dog eat a member of Congress? Uh, <laughs> all right. Speaking of dogs, we'll jump down to our mortal locks, dogs, and totals here. Uh, Julie, why don't you read off where we stand, bud? Yeah, you made up a lot of ground here. You are down to minus 13.95 units. Uh, Ryan uh, lost the ground he made up recently. He's back down to minus 35.12 units, and I am uh, sticking around in that, that middle ground there. It's 7.04 units. I couldn't crack the 10 units, but uh, hopefully by the end of the season, we'll get there. I think you're going to be negative, buddy. Just you wait. Fuck uh, off, man. Back in the show, man. If you don't have one person in positive, you've got to be a team player here, man. I'm cheering for you guys. All right. All right, there's Superstar. Why don't you kick us off then? What do you got, Joel? I'm going with the Bruins, plus 100 uh, against the Penguins there. Just the better team. Penguins have a losing record against playoff teams, plus Casey DeSmith, Malkin still suspend, all that good stuff. Uh, hopefully Pasternak and Lindholm being out won't be the difference here. So yeah, plus 100 is a fine number for me. My dog, this is uh, part of the game I talked about earlier uh, a couple of minutes ago with the Detroit Red Wings against the Florida Panthers. We're going with our team total over two and a half, plus 145. Even if the Panthers win this game, there's a very good chance that they let in three. So plus 145 is a great number. 
And my total will be the Sabres Devils over six and a half minus one twenty five. This uh, will be seven by the time it closes. So uh, get on it early. Uh, both uh, bad teams. Well, actually kind of good teams in a way, but just very bad defensively team defensive teams and uh, horrible goaltending. So I like seven goals plus in this one. All right, for me, I'm going with the uh, Rangers and under five and a half parlay at plus 210 for my uh, lock. These Rangers Islanders play a lot of close games, a lot of, a lot of low scoring games. The Rangers has been locking it up defensively recently. For my dog, I'm going with that tie game. I'm going Vancouver, Minnesota draw plus 330. They're uh, two of the highest, highest overtime playing teams so far this season. So both teams need points. Should be a close game, not risking too much if it's close in the third period. My total going with the Leafs team total over four. They've scored four or more in eleven in four straight and eleven of thirteen and had five or more in nine of those thirteen games. I love that Toronto team total over four plus one seventy five. That's nuts. Um anyways, my lock here. Speaking of Toronto, I got the least money line versus Tampa minus one oh five. This is a big game, man. Like I said earlier, this could be a playoff matchup between these two teams. Uh it's gonna be a big game. Both teams are gonna come out firing off the gate here. So uh one oh five. I love the Leafs in this. Uh for my dog, it's a it's a showcase game, baby. We got Philadelphia money line versus Montreal plus one fifteen. Um, I don't know. I, I just think the both teams are absolutely terrible, and I, I like Philadelphia in this game for my total. Detroit, Florida, under seven minus one twenty. We all know that both teams score goals here, but uh, I don't know. It's getting a little late in the season. This could be a nothing game here, so seven seems like a steep number to me. I'll uh, I'll take uh, I'll take the under seven at minus one twenty. Uh, gentlemen, any consensus plays here? I think are we all in on Boston? I think we like them. No. Yeah, I was trying trying to keep track of them. I think we had Boston. Uh, we were on the Sabers and the over in that one. Yep. Sure. Yeah, I like Buffalo. Uh, we like Vancouver as dogs, I believe. Mm-hmm. The Knox. Uh, yeah. Uh, Carolina puck line. Who do they got? Oh, a, a consensus cock line against uh, Winnipeg. Oh yeah, gotta have one, baby. Gotta have one. And I think we're all on the Leafs too, aren't we? Oh, yep. that's that worries me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I think there's a couple games on the Friday we like, but uh, yeah. join it, join in the Slack. I'm sure we'll be yeah. popping off there once you got more details. Sharky will happen for us, don't worry. What a beauty! Uh, all right, guys, that pretty much wraps everything up here. Uh, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, that's the place to be, man. Hey, like Ryan said earlier on the show, this is a sick time of year for sports we got baseball we got nba playoffs we got hockey hockey playoffs is coming right around the corner now we have the usl fell golf's kicking off we got nascar formula one's ripping there's mma going on getting ready for horse racing baby because we got some horse racing coming up here too uh bunch of sick shit man so uh uh yeah go check out the sports gaming podcast network website and of course shout out to all our friends and pals in the slack group i fucking love the slack group it's popping off Always a blast. Lots of money to be made, man. So if you're not in the Slack group, you're literally giving money away. How does that sound? You want free money? Join the fucking Slack group. Doesn't cost you shit. You're going to win. It's all winners in there. Not all winners. Sometimes we lose. But we always make up the money we lose. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Uh, get your ass in there, man. Yeah, it's free. You don't have to pay for it like other, other uh, discords or anything like that. Um, yeah, you, you make money. And if you're not making money, at least you're having fun with, uh, with the group of guys there. So, yeah, make sure you join the Slack, uh, sg.pn slash Slack. I've been trying to tweet that out more. And make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on your uh, podcast platforms. If you're listening to this on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed, 
go ahead and uh, subscribe to the Hockey Gummit Podcast. You can download it on both and help grow the show a little bit. And leave us a five-star rating and review while you're at it so I have something to read next show. All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. You'll find me thanking God and all the lucky stars that David Jones is no longer the Colorado Avalanche's top goal scorer. (laughs) Peace.